Hello, everyone. Welcome back. You're listening to Eyes Up Here. I'm Lindsay Palos. This is officially episode nine, which means that I've started a podcast and stuck with it. So this is a really, really great thing. <laughs> so for episode nine, I have a really fun guest too. Let me tell you a bit about her. She's got 2 million Instagram followers. She's a Playboy Playmate in like a million countries. She's traveled to 48 countries. She's a Maxim cover girl. She's 25 years old. This is Chloe Ture. Hey, everyone. Excited to be here. <laughs> I'm so happy you're here. I feel like you have a lot of fans. Crazy ones. <laughs> really? <laughs> I feel like my fans are really crazy. Yeah. That's hot, though. That's <laughs> kind of fun. I feel like it's not real fame unless you've got like a stalker. I've never had a stalker. But you are so interesting. We met a few years ago in Canada. Yes. Not where you're from. We were in Montreal. Where are you from in Canada? I was born in Toronto, but I was actually raised in Quebec. So oh. kind of where I'm from. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We were on that Playboy adventure. The same one I met Lauren Compton, the girl from last week. Um, you've been to 48 countries. Yes. Um, well, by the time I was six months old, I'd been to 12 countries. Uh, not 12 countries, sorry, 12 planes. So my grandmother will wow. say that I was destined to travel. <laughs> and um, I definitely picked up my love for traveling from her. So yeah, 48 countries at 25. It's pretty exciting. That's insane. I imagine you're part of a very, very small club of people who can say that. What's your favorite country? That's everyone's first question and honestly there's too many of them to count but my favorites I love Greece I keep revisiting Greece mm -hmm. I've shot so many amazing photos there and I just love the food Ooh. and the people and the culture and the history um, and Thailand my uncle lives out there so I go twice a year I've never been Thailand you'd love it the islands are unbelievable I want to go so bad and don't make fun of me but I want to go because I heard it's really cheap it is very cheap. Why not? I heard that you can get a massage for like $10. $10 for an hour. I would get three a day. Like no joke. <sighs> that would be back my dream. Back. I would hire someone to like scrap, like four people on me at once. Yeah, it's amazing. And Thai massages. These are like world class massages. Better than you go to Vegas and you're going to spend what? $300 on a massage? Barely. Yeah. Yeah. No thanks. Oh this my $10 God. massage in Thailand is worth the flight. Oh, I so want to go. You, you've, you've got me convinced. Wait, so you are, tell me a little bit about your background. I've actually heard some of your story before. You have an interesting like parental story. Yes. An interesting like sibling. So kind of tell me a bit about that. Uh, well, actually, the, the funny story is that um, I knew my, what my dad's name was. I never had met my father growing up, but I found him on Facebook. Oh my and I added him on Facebook and I didn't message him for a year because I was just like, okay, he accepted me. I'm just going to like lurk. <laughs> and then uh, I finally like built up the confidence to be, I said, do you know who my mom's name is? And he was like, no. I'm like, oh, really? Because I think I'm your daughter. Uh, knowing my dad now, he, that's just his personality. Um, but he, when I like, showed him I was very serious that I thought he was my dad. He got on the first plane um, from Italy to Toronto. It was his first time in Canada. Oh. Like, imagine just showing up in a country you've never been to before. And there's a, at the time, 17-year-old child or young adult uh -huh. saying that they're your, their father. So, uh, yeah, he landed. We got the paternity test. He's my dad. That is the <laughs> craziest thing ever. And I found him on Facebook. Yeah, it's it's really cool. We have a really unique relationship. Um considering he was just in Ibiza for two weeks and then Milan Fashion Week, and he just landed 10 minutes ago. Um, <laughs> he lives a larger life than I do. Yeah, I saw him. He just, like, FaceTimed her. Oh, yeah. And I've seen pictures of your dad. He looks really kind of, I should, can I say hot? Oh, yeah, everyone yeah, says he's hot. hot AF. <laughs> he's super hot, and he seems, like, really youthful. 
yes, he's definitely full of life. And he also travels the world. Like, I'll pick up the phone. I'll never know what country he's in, where he's at, what he's doing. So I definitely get that, like, pick up and go. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we both live here together. We have a home base here in L.A., but we both pretty much live out of a suitcase. Yeah, that's what I noticed from you a lot. I mean, now I feel like you're a lot more in California, which I'm so excited about. Yes. But I followed Chloe for years, and it seems like you're everywhere a girl on the go yep like, i have a storage you, unit in toronto and that's about it <laughs> that is so crazy and do, don't you you don't have a driver's license right no no i've never driven a car i've never wanted to this is so cool <laughs> um i just feel like you know i'd probably have some run-ins with the law which wouldn't be very good <laughs> and it's just that ties you down somewhere and there's no yeah. point i mean i've i uber everywhere yeah poison cane oh my yeah. god that is so crazy and, but you own a car uh, well, I bought my mom a car for Christmas two years ago. But See, that's dope. So it's that's, in my name. Yeah, to buy a car and have no license to I, me is yeah. such a, a baller move. <laughs> to never have driven. And I'm like, I have. Uh, I bought this car. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, my God. If I Wait, I have to ask. Did your mom get pissed when you DM'd your dad? No. Um, she wanted me to wait till I was 18. But mm -hmm. I was, you know, when you're 16, you're just like, eh, well, <laughs> well, my mom was remarried and her husband adopted me. Mm -hmm. And I have a bunch of little brothers in Canada, but they are all very, very fair skinned. And they're all, they mm -hmm. all have blue eyes. And now I have olive skin. You can tell that I'm Italian and I have green eyes. So I'm like, we'd go on family vacations. They'd all be burnt. And oh, then no. I'm like, I'm this tan child. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm, I don't belong to these people. Like, what's <laughs> going on, you know? But um, I have a really close relationship with all my half-brothers. And actually, my dad just had a daughter five years ago. So oh it's funny because when we go out, everyone thinks I'm his wife. And, and then my sister child. is my daughter. Oh, my gosh. I've seen the photos. I could see how you would think that. Especially because yeah. he's handsome. He's not like some greasy old dude. He's like no. super hot. Well, actually, so we recently went to a Clippers game. And they put us on the kiss cam three times. That is so disturbing. Yeah, the, the <laughs> video went viral on my Instagram. I added it. People were just going crazy. But they kept putting us on there. And everyone was asking us at, like, at halftime, why didn't you kiss her? Why didn't you oh, kiss her? My dad my is like, God. that's my daughter. <laughs> that is kind of the most badass yet awkward thing I've ever heard. It's fun. I mean, <laughs> I don't care. My, I even went to like the Treats Halloween party. Yeah. I was dressed up as a cheerleader. My shirt said daddy on it with my dad was my oh date. Oh my God, stop. Yeah, we but have I guess fun that's with really it. cool when you meet later in life. Like you, that's, yeah. that is probably your dynamic. Like you don't mm -hmm. need someone to like wipe your, you know, wipe yeah. your ass. Is that a really <laughs> crude thing to say? You don't need someone to kind of baby you and take you through those baby steps. Like you're a grown person. So it's kinda... fun. We have the the coolest relationship ever. I can tell him anything. He tells me everything. And we're so close. We travel mm -hmm. and we see the world together. And I think it's just awesome. Oh, my God. I love it. Wait. So how did you get into modeling? I've never known this at all. OK, so my mom, she's six one. She's beautiful. She was a runway model. Mm -hmm. And um, she kind of got me into modeling from a really young age. I did a lot of catalog work and different fashion shows and um, commercial work in Toronto and in Canada. But I kind of never wanted to model because mm. I didn't want to do what my mom wanted me to do you know like when your parents are kind of <laughs> pushing you to do something you like run the other way right so glamour modeling and the playboy thing was kind of like how I stepped away because she was always into like fashion and you know very high-end stuff mm -hmm. and I just went to straight to playboy but playboy was always my dream so um, my family was very accepting of my decision. That's good. And you yeah. got so popular from Playboy. And you've, so you're a playmate in how many countries? 
Um, I've, I play made in 20 countries. I've been on That's insane. 15 covers. What? And then, yeah, Cyber Girl of the Year out here. That's insane. Yeah. And I should note that this is before really Instagram popped off. You were doing yeah. all of this way before mm-hmm. that. I had known of you before Instagram even started. Someone had a picture of you. And back in the day, I think we had similar hair or something. Someone's like, you guys look alike. But I remembered you from then and followed your career forever. But you were doing these covers and everything before anyone knew how to do them. Yeah, thank you. It's true. Yeah, it was definitely, I, I've always had such a pa- passion for Playboy as a brand. So mm-hmm. I just, I always wanted to be a bunny. I worked at the Playboy Casino and I turned oh 18. Oh my God, really? Wait, yeah, where? In Mexico. So when I turned oh 18. Oh I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I saw a casting for um, girls to work at the casino. And at the time I'm like, well, I don't know how to deal, mm-hmm. but I'll go. So when I first had me out there, I was just like serving. And then they taught me um, how to deal cards. So blackjack, Texas Hold'em, roulette. In Mexico. Yeah, in Cancun. Was the club cool? It was so cool. Unfortunately, it's closed because of the mafia. Wait, what the the mafia? (laughs) You don't casually drop the mafia. (laughs) It's like the mafia. There was a bunch of issues with casinos in Mexico Mexico getting burnt down and stuff. (laughs) So they had to close the Playboy Casino. Yeah. It was a very sad time. God damn it. Why does the mafia have to kill everything good? Jeez. (laughs) Somebody owed somebody money. Oh, my God. No, that is so... I mean, you're so international to to go, oh, I'm going to just follow this ad and I'd, be a Playboy bunny at the club. That's pretty insane. Honestly, it's pretty ballsy. Honestly, I just wanted to get out of the snow. Yeah. I'm from Canada. It was cold. They're like, move to Cancun for forever. When it's like right <laughs> after. I did went there for spring break and I was like, moving to Cancun sounds like the best idea ever. <laughs> it sounds genius. I've never been to Cancun, by the way. No way. I went to Tulum. Is that right by Tulum each is, other? Tulum is, yeah. You fly into the, the airport there. Yeah. I think it, we passed by it. It looks like a ton of fun. Yeah. It looks Cancun like is. naughty clubs and stuff. I never did that whole spring break like because I'm broke from Louisiana. So we went to Panama City. Okay. Beach, mm-hmm. Florida. Have you ever been there? No. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> like that's probably not on your travel list. No. Yeah. The like, chicken yeah. wings and I love chicken you know, wings. The Gulf Coast. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. So tell me about what what have you got going on now? Um, so I have my own brand now. It's called Cali Girl Cleanse. I'm really excited about it. I actually just got my working visa, which is even more exciting. So oh, that's wow. why, like Congrats. you said earlier, I've been out here more often. I Now I've been living here legally. Wonderful. Yay! We <laughs> Trump, love legal residents. It's funny. I always say like I'm blonde with fake tits and I got my working <laughs> visa under the Trump administration. Oh my God. <laughs> it's meant to be for sure. Um, but yeah, so got the visa. I started my own brand out here because I want to um I wanted to make something that will help me every day so my issue is like when I travel I get bloated Mm -hmm. so this is a pill that you take and it helps detox I actually have some for you here oh my god yes yes okay good I need um but it helps uh basically flush your system out naturally Mm -hmm. I also um you know, used to take a lot of I don't know, laxatives oh my <laughs> to God. help me like skinny up before a yeah, shoot. I've heard a lot so of this do is that. yeah, I was like addicted. But so this <laughs> is a very very healthy solution, and I yeah. feel like a lot of models and even just everyday girls have the issue of being bloated from not only traveling or drinking the night before. Yeah, or, traveling for sure. Being that's on a the plane worst for me, yeah. automatically bloats a person, mm-hmm. and I hate like I think it's so unfair yeah so that's why this product is amazing and i'm really excited about it and i'm excited to be doing something outside of the modeling world especially now that we've built such big social media platforms it's important to use them that's true and to monetize off them god (laughs) i'm trying man 
I'm trying to monetize some shit. <laughs> but I'm doing pretty well. I wanted to know, um, oh my God, I want to tell you the story. The last time I traveled, because we're talking about traveling. I just got back from St. Louis. I did like this fitness event. And um, I swear these two things are related somehow. <laughs> but we go to this, I went to this fitness event and um, I was with a few other models. We were there for like a fitness convention. So they had huge in Instagram followers, take glamour photos, have before. And um, we were sitting at lunch all day, like one day, all of us together. I'm so sorry that I'm tongue tied right now. It's like five o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday. And I think I'm just a little bit brain dead. It's either time for a drink or time for a nap. Totally. I think we should get a drink. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Definitely. But um, I'm going to continue anyway. So we do, we're sitting there for lunch and we're scrolling on Instagram and we all follow the same photographer. And the photographer has posted this. He's kind of on a rant for the day, like in his story. And he's saying something about, he's saying something about women online they don't get power from being naked or you don't get power from showing off your body. Women in a hijab are more powerful than you. Wow. And you, he, he said you have no power. I quoted you have no power for sure. He said that. I don't have the exact screenshot, but he said you have no power, like showing yourself off or being naked or whatever. Mm -hmm. And me and my friends were shocked. Mm -hmm. First of all, because he shoots hot girls. So we're just like, I think that's a bit hypocritical. And we all we all messaged him our thoughts and kind of told him to go suck a dick. But <laughs> what do you think about that? Because you have been you're yeah. you know not I don't want to say racy because I don't find nudity racy. Well, I actually I'm a nudist and I have okay. been my whole life and my mom will attest to that. Mm -hmm. There's photos of me. She couldn't. She will tell you she couldn't even keep a diaper on me. <laughs> I would take my clothes off my whole life. I love being naked. Yeah, and I think that. People, so there's this quote, and I don't know the words exactly as well, but it's basically like some women find nudity empowering and yeah. others find modesty empowering. Yeah. And you do not have the right to tell that woman whether she should go left or right. That's exactly so how I for, feel. You know, for some people, I think, yeah, covering up, maybe that makes them feel powerful. For me, uh, the fact that I am very comfortable in my own skin and I love being nude and I don't think that there's any issues with it, posing nude. I mean, obviously, there's ways that you can, um, with social media and stuff, you don't need to be, um, I don't know, the words I'm trying to say is, there's ways to do it and not be aggressively nude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, well, there's sex not, and then there's sexy. Uh, yeah, exactly. I've always said that. I just think that it's important that everybody makes their own decision. Yeah. But this photographer has no right to tell somebody that they have no power. Like, that's just so it's Thank baffling. You. And then to pin two, I guess, two cultures oh, aside. Yeah, exactly. Because first of all, props to anyone who wants to wear a hijab. And I do know that some women love that and that makes them feel great. And hell Yeah. But don't tell me, like, we're not, mm -hmm. I'm not powerful because of what I post. And he's sitting up there. He takes, he literally had taken hot photos of a girlfriend sitting at the table. Wow, that's crazy. Isn't that insane? Well, I'm like, oh, so you're using it when it's convenient for you. And then today you're on like a pissy rant. Yeah. And it took a lot for us messaging back and forth to, to let him know, you know, it's when a guy's policing what a girl does. Yeah. That's usually like the red flag. For sure. Like. Well, I had a very like similar experience because I went to Dubai with a group of friends and we went to a mosque mm -hmm. and we all wore the like the you have to wear the traditional garments to enter the mosque. So we went and I wore a hijab mm -hmm. and I added some photos I saw of a myself. You look really beautiful in it. Thank you. Yeah. I added some photos in the hijab and some people were over the moon. They're like, you look so beautiful. This mm -hmm. is so awesome that you're respecting the culture. And then other people were like, I cannot believe a 
model, a girl who's posed naked, who's posed in Playboy, as some people call porn, which it's not, Mm -hmm. a porn star, which I'm not, is wearing a hijab. How disrespectful. Well, to be honest, I'm not going to enter, like I'm very respectful of people's cultures and traditions. So if I'm going to enter this place, which I can, I'm going to wear a hijab and I'm going to respect that. So you cannot, there's no left and right, but wow, that was probably one of the most viral photos I ever had for just the comments because people didn't even know. They were shocked. People were fighting with each other on the photo, not to disrespect like the fact that I'm doing it and that I'm doing the right thing by wearing it. But it's, it's funny because... It's like almost like fat shaming in a way. If you say that it's a bad thing, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean? It's like you can't call a skinny you can call a skinny girl too skinny, but yep. if you fa- call a fat girl too big. Yeah. Right? Like you can say that um wearing a bikini is too risky, but hijab, like you can't touch that. That's so it's too, just left yeah, that's and, too oppressive. Yes. The so, same people telling you you dress too slutty would be the ones saying, Oh, this is too you you know, you're celebrating something offensive. Yeah. So, I mean, this photographer, I mean, we should all just never shoot with him. And Oh, my God, I know. He, he and followed him. And his good. stuff is so good. Well, that sucks Ugh. because, you know what? How It's funny because you've just pretty much thrown your career out the, in the toilet because now you've disrespected women. You haven't yeah. just dis- disrespected sexy models. You've disrespected everyone because you cannot tell people what they should feel or do. I agree. So that's disgusting. It's so crazy, too, because I was thinking last... We were at the same event two nights ago. We were at an, an event... I don't even know if I told you this. We were at this event and there's internalized misogy- misogyny too is what I'm getting at because the guy talking about all the girls, there's still a lot of girls that follow him that are probably like, yeah, he's right, you know? Kind of like little like robot zombies. Mm-hmm. We were at an event two nights ago and I was wearing this high-waisted pants and kind of like a crop top. My midriff was out, go figure. It's my favorite thing to do, I guess. And... um we were out in an event and there was a lady super drunk. She was got to be late 40s. And she came up and she was like she, drunk, slurring. And she's like, you're so pretty. Like, you're you're so beautiful. Na, na, na. And I'm giving a warm smile back. I'm saying thanks so much. Like, I, I, when I respond kindly, I seem very nice. You know, I like to think that I do. But I like to I like you to feel comfortable and that I'm warm. And I guess maybe I made her feel too comfortable because she goes, you're so pretty. You know, you don't have to do all of this. And she slapped my breast oh and my. like grabbed them. And this happens to me all the time. People like women touching me happens almost every weekend. A lot of times when I'm out because I seem friendly. My boobs are bouncy and they're out. And then people think they can. They think that it'll be funny. They think if they they throw an insult with a compliment on the top that I'm not going to notice. Wow. You know? Yeah. That's... And I and I feel like you would get this a lot too. You're just so damn tall. <laughs> Nobody can reach my boobs. <laughs> well, no. And I think you're, you're oh. a bit more intimidating. When oh, you see a really tall, yeah. supermodel-esque person, you're not going to... You really don't want to fuck with them. Yeah. And I'm 5'3", so people really... They come. I feel like people also. You're very welcoming, so people come up to you and they, yeah, they feel Mm -hmm. like they can just, yeah. And I'm like, who told you you could do that? And then they think, oh, because (laughs) you're a girl, you're allowed to do that to another girl. Mm -hmm. Like, no, sorry. Yeah, and that's some internalized misogyny shit. Like, Mm -hmm. there's girls all the time trying to police what my top should be or telling me that I'm too pretty to showcase my cleavage. Yeah, it's ridiculous. (laughs) Like, can we give the boobs some love too? Yeah. Like, what did they ever do wrong? Um, you know what this reminds me of too? You remember when Emma Watson did the Vanity Fair cover? Mm-hmm. And she, I, I have the picture with me. I'm going to show you. And everyone else at home can Google. But it's, she did this cover and people were giving her shit about being 
like really offensive. They said it was too much cleavage. Like, why are you showing a lot of boobs? And the piece was about her feminism. First of all, I think the photo is fine. <laughs> yes. The photo isn't even, it's not provocative in any way. She's, it looks very fashion-y. It's very like high end in my opinion. Yeah. Couture. It looks super fashion. And I was reading a New York Times opinion and um, the lady writing her name, what is her name? Naomi Schaefer Riley. We're going to call this girl out. So uh -huh. Naomi Schaefer Riley, she's saying that Emma Watson was saying, when Emma Watson talks about her femini feminism, she goes, Feminism is about giving women a choice. It's not a stick at which to beat other women with. It's about freedom. It's about liberation. It's about equality. I really don't know what my tits have to do with it. And the opinion, Naomi wrote back, she goes, really? Then why put them on the cover? And when she wrote, why put them on the cover? I know people might have overlooked that. I thought, do you realize where tits are located on the body? Yeah, the center of the body. Like directly under your head. Mm -hmm. how, many, how many photographs are the cover of a magazine that are not sole headshots? Almost all. So often people want to kind of associate like genitals. They always say, well, what if I had like my balls out or like some, you know, if you're, that's literally between your legs, like way down <laughs> south. Breasts are right under your face and they're, they're, pronounced body parts mm -hmm. they're not something that's flat so if you're not showing them like she said she said well why put them on the cover what does she want you to do take them off <laughs> edit them out like actively hide them it's crazy yeah isn't it crazy that's just so ridiculous i just hate that you have it's like like another woman attacking a woman yeah just let her do what she wants to do literally doing what emma says not to do yeah no i mean <laughs> But that's the problem with this day and age. I mean, in general, like men can just be in a bathing suit. And what is the difference between a man's nipple and a woman's nipple? Like, honestly. Theirs are fucking pointless. Yeah. I'm stupid. I'm just but, kidding. <laughs> are I'm just kidding. But Love like, man what, there's no, I mean, there's not much. I don't understand why. Like, I think Instagram should just let us show the, the nips if like you want Twitter. to. Yeah. Twitter, Twitter's you can show porn and stuff. Yeah. It does not bother me at all. I think they should just have like an 18 plus some sort of like ID verification thing. So that way the kids aren't on there. And I don't want kids to be following me, honestly. Because yeah, yeah I post a lot of racy stuff. Yeah. But that's because I want to. And that should be every woman's choice. And if Emma wants to be on this cover with one side little bit of a boob up. The smallest out, amount. The smallest <laughs> amount of a little boob that it's sexy. Why not? That's what she's saying. Yeah. Being a feminist doesn't mean you hate being sexy. Doesn't mean you, you know what I mean? I think a lot of people also think feminists hate men. Yeah. Which is just so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. I really love boys. Yeah, so do I. Just not the ones who are mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else? I, I always really looked inside myself just because I would read articles like this back in the day. When I was younger, I really had an, I worked at Hooters and I was very perplexed about, you know, I want to be seen more seriously. I want people to pay attention to me for me. But I still loved Hooters. I still had d a desire to work there. And I thought, am I, am I one of these people that feminists that the angry ones like this lady are talking about. Am I just, am I abusing my sexuality for, to, for a gain? But then I really thought about my childhood and I was obsessed with models and not high fashion models. I mean, sexy models. I love like playmates. I loved Hooter girls. I loved NFL cheerleaders. These are things I, I, even beauty pageants kind of. So I had this obsession with glam and I don't think that any of it was rooted in anything not positive. None of it had to do with wanting to be 
slept with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to say F word. But none of there was literally no alien tint other than I love the way they look. I love the flashiness of glam. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. And then, you know what? I thought I had a Twitter, Twitter follower that I follow. And he says, people will always argue for the right to be demeaning. And I thought, you know what? That's what they're doing. It's it has it's not about me and my take on feminism. They're, they're trying to have an excuse to to be mean. Yeah. Because calling someone a slut is not productive. There there are many other ways to say you sleep around. There are other ways to say, you know, you're you use charismatic, use confident, use outgoing. Don't use slutty, whore, bitch, cunt. You know those words are disgusting and they're demeaning and that it's rooted in anger. There's no, you're never going to get anything out of that. Yeah. No, I mean, I just feel like everyone, especially now with social media, cyberbullying has become just, it's just so easy. All people mm-hmm. do, they see a photo and then they'll comment whatever they want. Yeah. They'll think that it means nothing and that it's not going back to something or that we won't, won't see it. Yeah. But we do. Yeah. We do see all those negative, Shall not all do. of them, but we see a lot of them. And I do see negativity and sometimes it hurts. Does it? Yeah, of course. I mean, at this point, I feel like it hurt me more so when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Then you build up this wall and you're just like, what these people are saying is a reflection of them, not me. Absolutely. And I'm, when you are... Like you love what you do. You love, like my, I love my work. I mm-hmm. love what I post. I'm happy to be doing what I'm doing. So it doesn't hurt as much, but still when random people are calling you a slut, it's like, you don't even know me. Yeah. Why? You think because, why? Just because of a hot picture? Mm-hmm. Just because it's a bikini photo? Just because you can see my cleavage? Yeah. You know what else, speaking of cleavage, when it comes to nudity and breast size or ass size, cleavage, it seems like artistic nudity versus sexy nudity the lines are to me it's when i look at it it seems people put like curvy women in the sexy category and then if you're small framed or flat chested you're in the artistic category which i don't fucking get yeah it's like you can't be artistic because you're hot why yeah or like having too much breast automatically makes makes you provocative that's so psychotic that that's ingrained so deep into our brains and society well, yeah, I mean, you look, again, I'm relating back to Instagram, but there's some, there's this page that I love and I'm not bashing it at all. It's called Nude Yoga Girl mm-hmm. and her art inspires me. But like you said, there, and sometimes it's like full ass cheeks. You mm-hmm. can see a nipple. You can see the complete shadows. She makes all of these amazing shapes with her body and she's a contortionist, cool. but it's like full nudity. And I'm like, how does she get away with posting all this mm-hmm. and it's great i think that she's doing an amazing thing it's cool it's artistic but then if my photo is a little too sexy people will report it and it can get taken down yeah but because she's so skinny it's and this frail body which is fine that's her own choice it's like oh that's considered art and what i'm doing is needs to be deleted or yes. needs to be reported isn't that that's so sketch? It's just that's really how misogyny is. That's it's double standards. That's how our perceptions of women's bodies relate to their characters for some people, and it really shouldn't. We really need to try. I think blurring. I think the more naked you are, the better, because we're like blurring those lines. Because mm-hmm. if we're all naked, you're gonna have to pay attention to some other shit. Yeah, maybe like <laughs> you know what we're saying or what we're doing, or I don't know the background. But um, funny too. I had this. There's a girl I follow. Her name's Gianna Turner. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, yeah. And I actually, I know her from Playboy as well. Oh, my God. I forgot she did that. Okay. Well, she did a shoot. I have the side-by-sides for you. You guys go look at her. She's Gianna Turner. She was on America's Next Top Model. Yeah. So she um, has alopecia. Yeah. So she's got, you know, no hair anywhere. 
And she did a shoot with two side by sides Mm -hmm. and one where she's bald and she's just kind of posed bald and then one where she has hair and she she's asking the question is one artistic because i have no hair and is one sexy because i have this hair and and is it more sexualized because i'm what society expects people to look like Mm -hmm. and it's an interesting the comments are really honest and a lot of people said yeah one is sexy and one is just art yeah yeah scroll right look how cool these are yeah these are amazing i thought it was such an amazing question because one she kind of it, you would think, oh, wow, that's so artistic and badass. And then when she has hair, this long brown kind of glamour girl hair, you might think, oh, that's that's sexy. She's amazing. And nothing's different but yeah, the freaking but the hair. hair. But then, yeah, exactly. I bet you if it was two separate posts, mm-hmm. the, the one would have all these comments about how hot it is and sexy and beautiful. And then yeah. the other one would just be like, oh, this is really cool art. Like, Isn't that or, weird? It's, yeah, it, it's definitely... It hurts my feelings too because I feel like I want to do some arty stuff. But then we always will have, for me, I've been deleted off Instagram three times. Really? Yes. And I've had to start at like zero. Not since I've been verified and this is like back in the day. Back in the day, they were really really annoying for dumb things. Yes. And I think Instagram wasn't even nudity sometimes. It would just be the amount of people that report a photo. They wouldn't even screen it and they would delete. Yeah. Just gone. I'm like, I'm wearing a bathing suit in this photo. They what did that to on? Rihanna, and yeah. that's why she like left the shit. Instagram. And I think that they did better after Rihanna, yeah, because she was very vocal about that. That's crazy. That's so mean. I mean, the thing is, is like Instagram is such an amazing platform for us, but at the same time, I think that it takes a lot of like ment- like for me mentally, it took a lot to get here and to be able to mm-hmm. not let those negative comments and negative. So Pers- d- yeah, perspective. Uh, sorry, we can't <laughs> talk moment. today. Yeah, it's Friday at five. I don't even care. This is the real deal. <laughs> Those ne- all the things that people say get yeah. to you. Like I'm sure that you've had people in the past also like, oh, say the worst. And then you know it's just crazy. You have to build up this wall. It and- is true. I do feel proud of that wall. I feel mm-hmm. like I built. I know you've had to build it too. Yeah. There's no way we'd be doing the same stuff, and de- like we got abused back then. Oh yeah. And we we were. I was really abused. I know you were too. Bef- and I like the word abuse. I don't like the word hater. Okay. It's really important yeah, for me not to use the word hater because I feel like haters are given a conscious decision. They decided they hated you, harassing someone calling them disgusting names, seeking for their demise, that shit is harassment. That is abuse. So I don't call it an abuser a hater. Yeah. Or And I'll use the word harasser. Like, mm-hmm. I just... Hater. No. I've had to discuss... We've talked and about I haters. Think- I hate broccoli. I don't talk about it. You do not obsess over something that you hate. Yeah, exactly. It makes no sense. I also feel like the word hater can sound, like, perceived as, like, it's kind of cool, like, to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not, the, the word, like, they're, what they're doing is, yeah, it's abusive. Yeah. What they're doing is they're harassing you. They're not hating on you. Like, yeah. no. Hating means you ignore. Yeah. You're not doing shit. Yeah, but we were picked on back in, like, blog days. Mm-hmm. And I think that back in those days, the pain of seeing yourself on a blog was oh, yeah. really serious. Because you would go to, this is before the comment section was a major deal, before we we had a term like trolls. Trolls wasn't even a word. This is mm-hmm. like when I was in my late college years, yep. so probably four 18, years ago. Yeah, the, I mean, both of us. I think yeah. like first when we did Playboy. Yeah. Um, that's for, uh, for me, that's when a lot of those like blogs would write such negative things. Yeah. Oh, mine started at Hooters. Oh, wow. Literally so bad. I remember I was on a, and the thing is you would go to these websites and blogs making fun of you. They've got your picture kind of highlighted. 
it looks very matter of fact when you see yourself on a website and someone has insults. I mean, big, bold print. They have a, a, a tab with a crazy insult and then deep comments about you. Mm-hmm. It's not like... It's not like under your photo where someone was just talking shit. It's like a whole, imagine a whole page and site and author and people dedicated to talking mad shit. Yeah. And it wasn't, it wasn't casual. It wasn't casual stuff. It was like um, claiming you had STDs. You slept Mm -hmm. with all these people. You were a whore. You like just, I mean, deep stuff. Oh yeah. I mean, I remember the first time I saw my post, like one of those posts about me and I was living in Mexico at the time and I locked myself in my closet and cried. I was so, that was the only time I ever broke down about something on the internet, but Mm -hmm. it was just so upsetting because for me, I'm like living in this foreign country and I'm like, all my friends and family are going to see this back home in Toronto and like, I'm not there to defend my own name and I don't want people to be speaking so badly. And the thing is, is that when people see it on a website on the internet, all of a sudden they think it's true. Yes, just and why? back then it really yeah. looked true. Why? Just because it's on a website, you think that anything anyone says, anyone can go on that website or any of those kinds of sites and mm-hmm. submit things. Yeah. So, I mean, that definitely gave me the confidence I have now as well yeah. because I went through it so rough and was so affected about how much that hurt. Yep. And sometimes it really just felt like, yeah, people are constantly attacking you. When mm-hmm. you read the comments, it's like you said, a website that is like all of the comments are just directed at tearing you apart or yeah. trying to find something that's going to make you break. Anything. That's some crazy shit. It's, I mean, I'm, I'm happy that the internet is like a well-known place now. Mm-hmm. We kind of know blog culture and we know troll culture. Mm-hmm. So it's, and I feel like my, our comments, I know yours have too. They've gotten better. Oh like, yeah. It's not like three, four years ago where someone yeah. wrote slut, whore, bitch, hoe in the comment. Like that, that really never happens. Yeah, for sure. They have definitely gotten a lot better. I feel like if you're still following me after all, us, after all <laughs> of these years, then you're obviously are a fan, not Yay. Or a friend. friend. We don't even say friend. You're just a friend. friend. (laughs) A long-term friend. We're in a long-term relationship now, you guys. So please don't leave. (laughs) No, but I mean, wow. So man, is it art? Is it nudity? I want to read you some. I asked Twitter too. I asked Twitter their thoughts on is nudity empowering? I maybe asked like three hours ago. Not one person said hell no. Like everyone said it is. Mm Mm-hmm. Which was shocking to me because I was I was expecting to read a lot of hell no's or you're crazy, we're a total net girl. And not one of them was like that. Um, so I'll read some of my favorites. Barely Ready Broad says, I think that pride can be taken in your body and pride isn't necessarily sexual. The Sports Illustrated body issue highlights the bodies of world-class athletes. This year, the highlight seems to be 63-year-old Greg Norman. So it's about ownership and pride. That's awesome. Totally agree. Yep. Yeah, the body issue, that's considered arty, and there are some curvy people in there. Yeah. But that one's arty, I guess, because it's black and white. <laughs> no, it is art. But our argument, to be clear, is that it's all art, that you shouldn't call anything pornographic or overly sexual if it isn't. So maybe just kind of take that in when you're looking at a thing. Go, it, would this be non-sexual if it was a flat-chested person? Yeah. You know, I love playing that game. It's pretty fun. Or, or would this outfit be slutty to someone if I were flat chested? You guys know I play that game all the time. Yeah. And I lose all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone thinks my outfits are ridiculous. Okay, what is it? Hmm. 
Oh, um, Gus Barrio 22 says, nudity is the most natural and liberal thing we as humans have, but yet for some reason we've turned it into a taboo and shameful subject. That's super true. Who do we blame for that? I know the word. I'm just not going to say it. It rhymes with 10. Anyway, um, Jeremy MA12 says, yes, but it shouldn't even come to that. Nudity is normal. Too many people lack the intellectual currency to understand that and only see it as a sexual concept, which is completely insane. I'm going to end with my favorite one, though. Where's my favorite one? Okay, this is the Joe Bailey. He says, being comfortable in your own skin is always empowering. It says, hey, this is me. I love me. <laughs> that's my favorite i feel like that is exactly it yeah for me that is literally it. being it's, comfortable in your own skin yeah it's hey i love me I, yeah when that's... people ask why i like to pose sexy or why i've ever posed sexy i always say it's like i'm not seeking anything i don't want a mating partner i don't want to be like pounce or anything weird um but i feel like a peacock like you know a peacock has like fluffy feathers mm -hmm. and they're really pretty and they like to just like prance around and show it off mm -hmm. that's kind of how i feel <laughs> and also it's like you work so hard like we all work so hard to maintain our bodies and mm -hmm. i just love i, I love showing off yeah. like not in a way that it's showing off i just love the body and i love showing it off mm -hmm. my body it's and my your body choice. especially because chloe is like you're a contortionist basically mm -hmm. so she, you've got a crazy athletic background yeah. crazy flexible super tall you do have a like a spectacular body it's Thank something you. very unique too yes. and if, if you have a, a kind of a god-given talent or, mm -hmm. or a specialty why not showcase that yeah smart people use it yeah exactly <laughs> i wouldn't know anything about that definitely gotten to me gotten me where i am today so i'm happy thank yeah. you for my body <laughs> Yay, we love that okay well perfect so um we're gonna follow you online Yay. at chloe teray uh it's just chloe oh shit yeah excuse me you guys <laughs> she has the uh, just chloe yep <laughs> that's pretty badass um so i know you've got a lot of modeling going on we're gonna check out your cali girl cleanse Yay. and i know you're also an autism advocate, advocate yes yeah. so we didn't touch base on that i'll quickly mm -hmm. do that my little brother was diagnosed when he was five years old with autism and autism for me it's really changed the way i perceive special needs and people that have special needs so it's definitely very important for me to raise money for autism mm -hmm. and to get the word out because when my brother was diagnosed one in 150 kids born had autism now it is, I believe, one in 63. Oh, my God. Yeah, imagine a day. Like, every 63 kids in North America right now have at one in every 63 autism. And it's crazy because we do not know what causes autism. Oh, so, my God. And everybody has so many theories. And yes. it's just like we need to get an answer. We need to know why or how and what we can do to prevent it in the future. Because there's nothing wrong. That's the thing as well. Is there's nothing wrong with my brother but autism has caused him ha to have a speech impediment. And there's always times where I'm like, what would he say if he could communicate with me fully? Right. So it's just, it would be great to bring some light. If you go to my website, it's chloetray.ca slash autism. You can um, read more about my journey with my brother James and my advocacy for autism. I love it. You're such a well-rounded, interesting, amazing person. Thank you so much for being my guest today. Um, we're all going to go follow you. Thank you guys for listening, even through all of our um, five o'clock flubs. <laughs> I can't say it won't happen again. Time I'm for human. <laughs> I love you guys. Thank you so much. Um, rate and subscribe. It would make me very happy. And I hope you have an amazing week.